Welcome to Dish the Dirt, a light-hearted and fun podcast about Australian flower growers, their stories, knowledge and insights into the industry. I'm your host Rebecca and each week I speak to a different farmer and get them to dish the dirt. Dish the Dirt acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which we work and live and recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I hope that you're all having a wonderful weekend. If you're in Victoria, I hope that you're staying warm. It's meant to be pretty cold out there. So this weekend we are speaking to Tash and Hayden from Bloom Into You. Tash and Hayden grow their flowers with the seasons and with a strong intent for building climate resilience through combined regenerative agricultural practices. They find growing the smallest of seed into something so incredibly beautiful, whilst also generating greater health for the planet and bringing people joy to be incredibly rewarding. Living among a bounty of flowers and growing them personally for the wider community is a dream that they have wholeheartedly invested in and is now their reality. They continuously seek to collaborate with research projects with the aim of allowing for regenerative processes to be developed and freely shared. Thank you, Tash and Hayden, for being willing to share your story with me. I think the ethics behind your farm are beautiful and your flowers are stunning. Let's get into it. How's your day? How are you doing, Dick? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know. Good to hear yeah, lockdown level four is awesome. So cool. Yeah, so good much times, fun. huh? But you two are good. Yep. Yeah. Good. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you just want to start by telling me your story? I'm really intrigued because I feel like I've met you so many times, but I actually don't know your background <laughs> and how you got onto the farm and how you know yeah. how to grow these awesome flowers. Yeah, start <laughs> from the beginning. I don't. I'm. A um, clean slate. Yeah. Um, well, I guess from the very beginning, we, we've been here for five years now, which has gone so fast. Even me saying that is is crazy because it feels just like a couple of years. Yeah. But um, five years, um, we were from Melbourne originally, Bayside. And we when we were pregnant with our first uh, with our first child, we mm. sort of started looking for different options. We've always just rented um, wherever we were, so we hadn't bought yet and we were looking for somewhere to raise raise our kids. Yeah. And, yeah, the countryside was, for both of us, was just a sort of a no-brainer. Um, and we, well, we weren't really looking for a property, were we? We, were, we just knew we wanted to live in the countryside. Anyways, Hayden was yeah. looking on realestate.com one night and just sort of found a property and said, let's, do you want to just check this out? And we weren't really looking, but we just no, went we, out anyway. we weren't looking we at all. We didn't yeah. even give, no, give for we, it really. But, no, but. we weren't. Um, so when we came out back and we just, oh, my goodness, like fell in love, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just so beautiful and spacious and, you know, the house, you know, is a small little cottage, but the land we could just see amazing potential because Hayden is an avid uh, gardener. He's the epic green thumb of this duo. So, yeah, um, yeah. more veggie <clears throat> garden space, more orchard space. Yeah, it was yeah. A, a yeah. So the space was was something for us um, for the garden and also the yeah the kids to have somewhere beautiful for the girls to grow up and also for me I I love animals so I'm 
I wanted it, one of every species, sort of one of yeah. every animal we could possibly get. And, um, awesome. And I just saw that potential. I was like, yep, we could have everything here. And so, yeah, yeah we just made that decision and, and it was a quick one. It was a really quick one. I mean, we were, yeah, I was pregnant and we, we moved out here and we had to sort of just do it all really quickly and we, we, we grabbed it and we went yeah. for the, um, yeah, and then when we everyone here, seems to do that when they're pregnant as well. <laughs> yeah, right. Nesting mode. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it yeah, and it, everything sort of seems to happen when you're pregnant. You've got to do a million things before yeah. before it happens. Yeah, it's busy time. So um, when we were here and we sort of settled in and we just love, love, loved it, and we thought, you know, this is so cool. What can we do to sort of stay here all the time and 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 be here the, together together mm. yeah um yeah. Hayden was commuting at the time so he was going into Melbourne in and all around Victoria really yeah. um and I was at home raising Eden and well we both were raising sorry baby but I was at home. <laughs> um and just trying to think of what we could possibly do and so I um I think the first um thing that really the king proteas. Tash fell for the king protea. Yeah, king right. We just went, oh, yeah, flowers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't... yeah, I'll just get this one that takes like years. <laughs> when it takes all, king protea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and I, the funny thing is, because I really don't have much, um, you know, I haven't had much experience with flowers at all. Mm. Um, so apart from the odd, you know, red rose at Valentine's Day growing up through school and, and whatnot, really yeah. no. Um, experience with them and when I saw this king protea for the very first time oh my goodness I was just and it was only when we just moved out here that's that's the first time I'd, oh, I'd really? seen this yeah so it was that's how much um you know experience I've had with flowers so yeah I fell so in love with that and I said look and I was thinking about it one night and I just said I've got it I've got it and I it all ran through my mind and I said we're gonna we're gonna have a king protea flower farm king protea farm and we're just going to sell king proteas and that's it and we're just going to sell them to everyone and every it's just <laughs> nothing else it'll just be king proteas and um have you so got then some? we do now oh, okay, we do cool. awesome. we, we yeah <laughs> now we do we've put them in the ground but yeah. um obviously at the beginning we we found out that it takes you know three to five years to get a, a cut flower from the protea plant yeah um and so then I sort of was like oh all our dreams are dashed and Hayden with his can do, <laughs> can do attitude was like well hang on there's other flowers we could possibly put in the ground and um you know at least see how they go and we'll give it a crack and and yeah we we did so we got yeah. online and we just yeah went through all the catalogs and got lots of seeds things that we thought were really really beautiful and that may be missing in the Market. in the floristry industry in the market yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, awesome uh, yeah <laughs> so Hayden how did you get your gardening knowledge and kind of your background in um agriculture um it's kind of accumulative like growing up and get just with loving heirloom vegetables yeah and 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 that sort of genre of, of things and really uh, fell in love with the old school VHS video that I saw on YouTube way back in the day when in Brighton East was um, <laughs> the synergistic garden and it just really struck a chord with me and it was uh, no input um, soil focused type um, 
type setup and that sort of just went from there yeah and just yeah and just kept learning along the way and I've been in and out of a different sort of agriculture here and there um more recently maybe uh well not that recent but uh dabbled in a bit of cropping in uh WA in Geraldton and that was yeah. like sand sort of uh high input chemical high MPK wow. stuff and when the wind gets all the all the soil it blows up against the fences and so that was a real I have no but that was just that standard practice yeah um which is which is cha- changing and um but altogether just everything just developing a just a great passion for just growing things and enjoying food mostly yeah uh, vegetables and and fruits yeah yeah cool what was your farm before like what you've turned it into was it um a flower farm at all or was it did they just have um livestock on there um i don't think it was i think somebody ran a little bit of livestock but really i think it was more of a a lifestyle oh yeah and it's really steep too so yeah fencing it um is a mission and super steep heaps of water catchment Mm. um so really not that much at all, I guess, actually, except for a yeah. little bit of stock, yeah. Yeah, it's actually two properties, a huge property that was split into two, just residential. So, um, ah, cool. Yeah, I don't think that they have any yeah. or anything like that, yeah. So did you have to then do a lot to the soil to get it to where it is now um, to be able to plant flowers? Uh, when you got on there, what did you have to start off doing? Well, yeah, yes and no. We had to do heaps of mutash. Like uh, yeah. I always joke and, and laugh with everyone, and everyone that might sort of angle towards this question, I always just laugh <laughs> and say, "Just rivers and rivers of rocks." Like oh, yeah. <laughs> we have, um, which is cool because we don't grow carrots, so yeah, um, we just we have really crooked <laughs> carrots. Um, but uh, um, the topsoil was—it's quite windswept. It's low pH. It's s- sort of you would. From an outside perspective, look at it as poor or not that fertile, but mm. it actually is. Um, we we had to build up the the topsoil in the in the flower patch patches um, by cutting the row the walking rows and putting it on top of the rows that we were going to plant in to give us a little bit more to go on, and then of yeah. course just major rock picking out of that, um, and then. Th- yeah, uh, and and all the rest that, that goes along with that, I guess, with with the soil. Yeah. So, um, on your first season, what did you start planting? So, did you plant the king proteas to start off with, or did you have you plant? Yeah, did you plant them to start, and then kind of did other things, or um, uh, what did you start off doing? We we started off. We we did want to put the king proteas in. We we yeah. didn't because of the the initial sort of financial outlay. For for those to to not be sort of instant well not mm. instant but uh, yeah. we wanted to sort of get it going as quick as possible um and so we just went with some beautiful varieties that we thought would be really popular and we'd sort of look through the catalogs and we what did we throw in for the first trial season we had zinnias um hmm, zinnias uh, well, like, I can think- like the trial season i guess like, trial, like the, yeah. we've only been cranking for like a what one season and a half so we did a trial oh, yeah, season okay. and, mm. and um 
which so we put up a whole bunch of stuff. But but everything. this this uh, the last season that we did, which was when we really expanded everything. I mean, we put in a just a whole bunch of uh, was a whole bunch of annuals, just yeah. all the uh, the good stuff that took our eye. Just um, we had dahlias, anemones, dahlias, renanks, salosia, zins, zinnias. Straw flower. Yeah. Chocolate. You just said Sidious. <laughs> I should have had a list yeah. in front of us. So what ins- like who inspires you? What inspired you to start? Was it just because you saw the King Proteer and you thought I could do this? Or did you follow somebody on Instagram or read about somebody? For me, it was like um, on the technical side, it was always good to, and this is a common one that always comes up, it was always good to uh, reference seed sites or Florette, where just for technical stuff and mm. just, just um on on growing the flowers as as a sort of a like not like a mentor but just a uh places to go to gleam information off. Yeah. so i guess yeah when i and when i did sort of bring that idea to hayden i was like yeah let's have um you know start a flower farm he then sort of went on to um gather all the information so I just had the the dream in my my head Beck and he sort of he grabbed it and um and went with the actual processes of finding out okay what do we actually have to do to do this Mm. sort of thing and he he you know found Erin Florette um I don't know did you end up doing the course or no 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 but um that was good to reference reference her blog and um Bear Mountain Farm that pretty Bear Mountain Farm is they do inspire us now yeah Mm. Um, yeah. Initially, we sort of were just inspired by just wanting to to um, be together to work the on the land, well. yeah, to to find a business that would fit yeah. for the for the property and have us all here together, yeah. Yeah. And has that have you achieved that now? Do you get to spend? Do you both work on the farm? Do you have any other jobs, or are you we just do both now? Full-time? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. We're cool. both here now, which is yeah. which is was the dream. So that's yeah. it's. It's fantastic. It's it's stressful and all the other stuff that you think the dream and now it's here and you know everything that comes with that. But um, yeah, much you're not better just than... skipping through. Yeah, like, that's dailies right. all the time, holding hands and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like you know, hated commuting and everything, and having sort of two different worlds when you're spending your whole life in in a job or a career that you're not really passionate about and you sort of come home and you had that little time together to sort of live but now we're sort of we're in each other's lives we all are the girls as well and it's yeah that's what we set out to achieve so that's yeah yeah, Yeah. it's really cool that's a tick yeah Yeah. um what challenges have you had along the way Hmm. i was just thinking before we it's funny Oh, the dam. Oh, yes. Our dam is just, uh, it's a leaking dam. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't actually mean to make that joke. No no pun intended. (laughs) That's been a a challenge for us, the the dam. Uh, Somebody Mm. had dug into it to help make some roads before we came. And so it was a good dam made to a not good dam. And then we had to fix it up. And then because it's so rocky and porous um, we had issues with that so currently right now if i turn the mic up really loud you'd hear pumps going mm, in the background oh, yeah. because we're ripping all the water out 
which is terrible to um to fix it again to uh yeah to roll the dice on uh get some rain and fix it yeah yeah that's one of the major ones for us yeah Yeah. apart Um, from all the other stuff that putting it all together at warp speed that's that's the thing too it's funny um there are so many things that have literally just gone our way like in saying that with the challenges um it seems as though this farm even right from the beginning was sort of calling us out here like initially we had no intention and all that sort of thing and ever since we have moved here everything's really just placed itself in front of us in certain ways to say yep that's easy go ahead with that you can mm. not easy but i mean it's it's warning us every sort of path has worked out really well and there's not, there hasn't been many barriers at all which is yeah really interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah especially with the gun coming on board too that was awesome yeah yeah oh so you have foliage that you can cut yeah, yeah. uh the the gum plantation so that's yeah. another that's another big thing i mean that um yeah. they just live just around the, the corner from us and they they'd heard about us through a an article that the Murrindindi guy did did on us Mount Monthly. a little uh it was the Mount Monthly first yeah um and they they just saw that in the magazine and they were looking for because they're an elderly well they're not elderly they're they're older couple um who have the farm and were wanting to sort of stop the labor intensive part of of harvesting their gum on their plantation yeah. and and saw the um, the article and sort of said, oh, that, that's them. We need to get in touch and, and that sort of thing. And they reached awesome. out and it was just absolutely perfect. Serendipity. They live it around was, the corner. And yeah. They're lovely. And, yeah, our girls yeah. just love going there. And it's, yeah, it's wonderful. It's all, oh, amazing. It's, just, it's another yeah. part of, that yeah. A, that was a, that's just that one was a big of factor. so many Yeah, just one yeah. cool story. Stories, yeah. 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 So what have you planted in this last season that you've um sort of thought oh maybe I wouldn't grow that again and why yeah no that's funny because I um uh last season we did we planted the anemones and it's <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of went and it's the only one out of all of them um that and maybe cornflower but um and I said, yeah, we're definitely not doing these again. These are no good. And uh, and so we, we've, now we've found out, though, that the anemones that we'd planted are, were the garden variety and not the cut flower variety. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they, were, they grew to be sort of just. They were, oh. they were cut flower garden yeah, variety. Length. But they, oh, they got, the yeah, they got, yeah, yeah, they got nothing on there. Um, yeah, the stem length was just. No, no good. And so, yeah, I said, no, no, we're not doing those anymore. I'm going to make space for this and we'll put this here. And and then, so, but Hayden actually, thank God again, just sort of <laughs> grab, grab the, grab the, <laughs> grab the, the catalogue and just sort of did the seed ordering at the, well, the, this certain seed ordering that, that sort of category and he went rogue and he and he got an enemy. <laughs> and oh my goodness, Beck, I've just out uh, enemies are insanely beautiful and ah, just cool. um yeah because we we figured out what i've learned from other farmers is that it's a lot of trial and error um yeah you absolutely. know like every season's different and some totally. seasons one flower will do really well and then another season it won't so you know like reason. i think that's yeah. the thing you just kind of always seeing yeah, what's that's gonna happen yeah yeah you're always learning, which is the, the cool exciting thing, part. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The learning, um, but... keeps you interested. 
and yeah. on your toes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So what drives things. you both? What drives us? Um, I, I think probably mainly the beginning and initially was the drive to find something, obviously, like I've, I've yeah, said about um, wanting to be together as a family yeah. and, and that sort of thing. But um, now in the thick of it all, um, I think just I love seeing the seed the flower grow from seed so the whole process of that and I just mm. love being able to be aware of that whole process and the worlds within worlds that you can discover mm. I mean it's yeah it's pretty cool um so I, now I, I find that the, in in this stage of my life Hayden's always been the gardener and been you know really um interested in agriculture and that type of thing and now I'm definitely starting to to be as well just from the pure yeah. you know magic of nature really and just seeing it and how it and how it moves and how it just blooms for us I mean it's giving us yeah that is pretty cool sometimes when we're working together and the kids are just running around nude and <laughs> yeah. we just look at each other and it's just we're not a nudist cat no, the kids are nude playing in the mulch maybe yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. no just you just have that moment and you yeah go, this is cool. that, yeah and that's what it is, I think. But you're up to your eyeballs, but it's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You're up to your eyeballs, but it's just looking around and just going, look what we've created. And, um, and know yeah. that you're leaving them something pretty special uh, to come. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. That's yeah. where I think the Bloom Into You sort of name uh, originated for me was, um, yeah, I just sort of thought about it. And I think I was, you know, and I still am going through a very, personal growth sort of period and and I'd found that everything that I sort of wanted in life or, or, or sort of thought that I'd like to be and and experience is that I'd I'd had that when I moved to the farm and and then the flower farm you know sort of happened and I was felt like I'd I don't know like I was growing and and yeah. I'd become I bloomed into me so I, and I want yeah. my girls to um to do that and just be really happy with with who they are because growing like we all go through a, a growth period like a flower when it's initially growing and it's like a flower may not necessarily know what it is or who it is yeah. whereas you sort of struggle to know yourself in life and you sort of struggle to sort of be who you are um, comfortably and that seed that's growing and all that growth that it needs to do to actually be a flower is is in the dark and it's, you yeah. know, it's, it can't see and all it's doesn't really know what it is, I guess. And it's sort of just reaching, hopefully growing and reaching towards the warmth maturity. and the light and yeah. maturity and all of that. And, um, and then it blooms. So yeah, the, the bloom is the beautiful part at the end where you, you know, you have the flower, but you also is, you're just have showing, grown. you've yeah. grown and you're showing yourself in full bloom and, um, yeah, and that's having beautiful. That real connection to who you are and to what's really important, I guess. And I just yeah. want my girls to have have that and yeah. know that. Yeah. So, on your farm, have you made some big decisions about how you're farming? Um, like in that, I mean, have you decided to farm without chemicals, or do you use some? Do you use plastics? Um, have you made any decisions around sustainability? Mm-hmm absolutely yeah so um for me we've sort of both been been driving that but it's been a commute of of course over the years and everything that you pick up but 
so how we farm is that we like to say we, we don't degenerate we regenerate and mm. yeah sustainable um is kind of uh not good enough for, for us anymore so yeah. we don't do any killing off with any anything uh mm. in the in the paddock um where no soil soil focus yeah, and building soil and you know we test from microbes and 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 fungi and and we focus on building the soil and the soil health and that equates to you know, the good nutrient cycle and having healthy flowers and yeah. so we don't we don't use pesticides fungicides we we don't till up the ground or use synthetic fer- fertilizer um yeah yeah, and we and we and the the cool stuff that that we do that and it all changes, and you just you sort of learn as you go and try and find out what's best for you and 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 your farm. But we leave do things like leaving the roots in in place and cutting them and and planting around them so that the microbes have got things to go off, and we don't till up the soil, which I already said. But that's because yeah. we don't want to cut up all the the fungal the fungi net, networks. Yeah. So. Um, like fun fact uh in uh a teaspoon of soil there's probably uh, there's there's more microbes in a healthy teaspoon of soil than there are humans on the planet and there's wow tens of kilometers or at least tens of meters of f- fungi and yeah so if you can imagine uh doing things that aren't so good for it uh just in that tiny small space um yeah mm. yeah it's it's worlds within worlds, but um, yeah. yeah, we do a lot of uh, foliar feeding, and we have Feel Good Friday for the plants. So we just we put all the um, biological uh, soil health inputs in, and awesome, yeah. And we we don't use plastic sleeves generally, just because we just well, we don't at all. But generally we, we just don't want to pay them. for them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never, and, yeah. and we don't need them. Um, yeah, we're not having I to. Don't pack, think you need we, them. We're not having to pack them in. Um, mm. we just put them in the buckets and yeah, so, so we, we do rubber band them. Yeah, um, yeah, we band, a bunches, band them up the, the yeah. rubber bands, but yeah, that's pretty important to us. And yeah, that that sort of narrative is really, really strong within us, and and really and really important. Yeah, and I guess that just brings it kind of full circle into like leaving it again, but you know, creating something really beautiful for your family as well, because having a whole bunch of chemicals for your kids to run through is not really amazing, you know? No. So no. I can no. understand yeah. that. Yeah. So um, I know you've only been in the industry for a short amount of time, but is there anything within the industry that you've seen that you think could change or is there anything that you would like to see change um, within the industry? Hmm. Um, yeah, well, that's, that is true. We've only, we're, we're very much rookies into mm. the industry so um i've i've found it to be really welcoming um yeah and really just lovely a lot of um you know right from the very beginning because we 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 didn't know what um or you know the processes or or even pricing and and that type of thing stems for a bunch um our florists have been really helpful in in giving yeah. us Super and cool. helping yeah really helpful in sort of getting us started with the with the basics on and all of that um the industry yeah. itself the industry what, what what do you think Pepper? i just uh, me personally on a personal level uh i just like to see uh more 
more regenerative practices. Yeah, um, cool. Everything is how it is, and that's cool, and that's there's standard run-of-the-mill stuff, but I think now there's a lot of information and data coming out on just little things that you can just adopt and, um, yeah, just do better for climate resilience and um, and enhancing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and leaving things leaving things better. Yeah. Uh, like really, like really. the whole environment and, um, yeah, your land mm, in a big yeah. way. Mm. Yeah, cool. I think sustainable. Sustainable is great, but I think um, it's not really enough now with the planet. Yeah. Rege- regenerating it is 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 what it needs. It's, when you've yeah. got the chance to, it's good. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. Might not be the easiest uh, route, but mm. um, yeah, that's worth a lot. It's worth it. And that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, if you were to give one piece of advice to people starting out, what would you say? Hmm. Um, I guess for me, um, I, I feel like, I suppose, because Hayden's done all the physical work in, in sort of setting up the farm initially with, um, doesn't do all the physical work. I do a lot of it with him now, but initially getting it started, it, it, it went really fast for me. So I think it's sort of, um, we, we did a lot in a small amount of time and yeah, um, maybe just do it slower <laughs> unless you unless you're unless you only run it like for me i only run it one speed it's on and off yeah that out but if that's not for you don't have to do it all that's cash. right no and, and yeah. you know, i think i just um because it's literally was sort of felt for me because i'm sort of in the trenches with newborn and and then a second child as well and then all the while this is happening and hate hate is um building the farm and and it sort of was just like, voila, here's your flower farm. And it wasn't like that at all. But um, yeah. for you, but for me, and then the business started. And so then um, I'm with the girls full time and, and doing the business and running the business and, um, you know, all the things that go with that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And, it, and it's a challenge and it still is. Um, so, yeah, I guess. I thought it would all just happen really lovely, you know, or get you to just sort of learn lots as we go and slowly build the business. But it feels as though we've sort of just jumped right in and that's fantastic. I mean, you've got to do that. You've got to, you know, go for it because it's what we yeah. wanted and that's what I we did. That's and yeah. If you want it, you yeah. should yeah. run, run, run for it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah awesome. Run that's the advice then. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you with that one. Um, So if somebody wants to buy off you for the coming season or wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, They can visit our website. Yeah, Yeah, cool. www.bloomintoyou.com.au or via email, which they can find that email via the website or our Instagram, which is bloom into no bloom underscore into you yep. yeah um yeah awesome if people reach out reach out to us and, and which is this which has been really cool because people have been reaching out to us and it's really mm, humbling yeah. um but if you do want to reach out to us yeah uh, we put you on a, a, the availability list of what we're, what's in what's blooming at the time and we do yeah. deliveries now uh, yeah, which I was going to say is something really, really <laughs> unique and really awesome and 
I think that's yeah. Talk about that because it's very cool. Oh, please. The um deliveries. That? Oh, deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Along with you know just sort of banging together a flower farm so quickly. Um, hey, we've we purchased a chiller to have our our flowers stored in the summer months if need be. Yeah. Um, that also my my lovely car, our family car and the girls' car just got turned out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a, a flower delivery van, which is yeah, really lovely. Yeah, the... it's refrigerated as well. So yeah. um, so awesome in the summer though. It's just yeah, you yeah. can get on and know that mm. yeah, it's gonna be it's straight from the field to the van, and then to you, it's just basically yeah, yeah. super fresh, super cool. awesome. Yeah. And do you deliver just around you or into Melbourne? We do deliver well. into Melbourne as well. We have been, yeah, yeah to northern. Sort of that northern ring, like Preston Reservoir. Okay. Around yeah. there, down your neck of the woods. I think it's also, to be honest, like a huge point of difference um, because it's not often that you find, you know, growers, especially in their first season, offering delivery. Um, yeah. And it does make it a lot easier when you're wanting to buy something that's unique and fresh and beautiful. Um, it makes it a super easy choice as well, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, that's been good. You had to leave your farm in the middle of the night or just really quickly. Really what th- yeah. <laughs> what three seeds, three plants would you take with you? Hmm. I'll, I'll jump in here cuz okay. uh I don't think mine would be not flower related. It would be okay. my or seeds cuz I've the ones that have grown seeded and then I've collected the seeds and they're acclimatized to our area and they just, yeah. just super performers that yeah. yeah so i'd be i've got it all packed in it looks like some sort of uh, doomsday box but it's actually just how i <laughs> keep my seeds but uh yeah i'd be rolling out the door with that yeah i could probably find it in the dark since it's midnight yeah <laughs> i think too i wouldn't we i'd take sort of our notes and everything that we, we do a lot of data collection too back so we yeah yeah we write so much down and you know have all the you know the processes of what we do and when we do it and everything else so that our notes I think we'd have to 100% grab those because yeah. you can definitely get again but um but all yeah. the learning and everything that we've sort of put in our journals and stuff yeah but yeah awesome you didn't say any seeds and plants yeah. so no, it's fine. You can choose that. That's an important thing and it's different. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Thank you both so much for doing this podcast. And is there anything that I haven't asked you that you really wanted to make sure that you got across? Um, just thanks to you. Thank you for, 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 yeah, creating this podcast. I think it's absolutely wonderful that you're getting everybody's voices out there and the flower farming community and and our stories it's yeah. it's great it's been cool listening in too so i'm yeah. um, just and just feeling really connected to heaps of people just chatting from the heart it's just nice mm. yeah. yeah yeah awesome yeah and yeah it's been fun doing it and mm-hmm. thank you so much for taking the time out out of your busy lives to chat to me i feel very humbled <laughs> listening to today's episode and again a huge thank you to Tash and Hayden after recording this episode we decided that there is a whole nother episode that we could do on regenerative agriculture 
So stay tuned because I have a bonus episode coming up with Hayden to delve deeper into that side of their farm and perhaps get some tips into what you can implement on your property. If you would like to get in touch with Bloom Into You, you can reach out via their website www.bloomintoyou.com.au or Instagram at bloom underscore into you. If you would like to be featured on Dish the Dirt, then send me an email to dishthedirtpodcast at gmail.com. I would love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or on Instagram at underscore dishthedirt underscore. Until next week, keep smiling, stay safe. If you're in Victoria, stay home and just keep being blooming fabulous. 